0: all right hello hello this is forrest with the parent teen mindset show and we have a really really um amazing show for you today it's going to be powerful it's also going to be real it's going to be tragic but it's also going to be spiritually uplifting and inside of there, inside of this show there's also going to be a psa a public service announcement a warning and a message that i want you to share with friends and family if you know parents other parents of teens Uh, We need to make sure that this message gets out. It could save lives.
1: Welcome to the Parent Teen Mindset Show with Forrest and Bo. Conscious conversations to help you take your teen from anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem to empowered and inspired so you can have less chaos and more connection in your life. It takes a village. And now, on to our show.
0: And so, um... I'm really, really excited to announce our guest. Um, she's a Reiki practitioner and, and coach, actually a master Reiki coach. <laughs> and um, she's a personal friend of mine. She used to train with me back in the days in the fitness boot camps. And she's just taken that that seed and uh, she's gone and grown her own garden now. And I'm so proud of her and what she's done. Um, she's going to share a story um, about and her daughter and I want to welcome today Lisa Garces Lisa welcome Mm -hmm. to the show thank
2: you thank you
0: excellent so um, and uh, before we we get into the full talk um, I just want to also let the listener know if you're having trouble with your teen right now um, we are every eight weeks doing a new program for teens we're taking teens from anxiety depression low self-esteem to Empowered and Inspired, just text the word teen to the number 760-593-4238. That's the word teen to 760-593-4238. And we'll get back to you to see how we can help you and your teen if you guys need any help. So Lisa, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you.
2: Very excited, thank you.
0: Awesome, awesome. So tell me about I guess we're going to jump right in, right? Tell me okay. about the story of you know what happened to you and, and uh, bring us back. We're going to go back in the time machine a little bit. Um, okay. and, and go ahead and, and, and go ahead and uh, tell us what happened.:
2: um, Basically, about six months ago, on October 17th, um, typical day, uh, just going about my business. Uh, you know, my daughter uh lives with me and she had just turned eighteen like a month before. Um no concerns. Amazing daughter, very loving, caring, uh, very, very responsible. I never had to worry about like she wasn't the child, like I never had to wake her up to go to school. Um, as soon as she turned about even 14, she was already wanting to work. Uh, She ended up getting a job at the gym that I was, uh, I would work out at and started babysitting and get up at 430 in the morning and continue, I know, continue to do that. And um, so just an amazing child and just no concerns at all. Well, um, so that being said, on October 17th, you know, she started sleeping, uh, she was sleeping in, of course, typical teen she normally slept in. And um, you know, she had mentioned the day before she was going to start cosmetology school, which she was very, very excited about. She had a Mm. just a special gift. And uh, ever since she was young, just so amazing when it came to makeup. And she loved art. So to me, kind of that went hand in hand. But she knew she was gonna to have to start driving far to school every day. It was a program Tuesday through Saturday. So she kind of made a comment she wanted to sleep in and get as much sleep as she can, because uh, then she was gonna to have to start waking up really early again. So, um, you know, so it was interesting, because at one point, I did get an uneasy feeling that huh, she's sleeping in a little later than normal. Um, you know, and then it was really interesting because, um, in going through my journey, I've learned that this actually happens to a lot of parents where, um, you know, I was just sitting and all of a sudden I got what I call like a ping, a strong, like knowing mm-hmm. and something just hit me hard and ran upstairs to her bedroom and, uh, uh sorry, whew, yeah, still have okay. like trauma from it
0: yeah yeah Take uh,
2: time. you know open the door and i just saw her face down um and the the interesting thing is obviously you know there's a lot i don't remember because so much was happening and going on but um the one thing I do remember and all that chaos is just looking at her and just knowing and I remember I kind of took a step back because I was like, that's not my daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it was, it was the strangest thing. Cause I, I, you know, obviously, like I said, I was going through a lot and in shock and trauma, but, um, the reason why I bring that because it'll, it'll play a role in, in speaking further about uh, what transpired after but I just had this knowing like, she was gone and, um, and so forth. So, um, basically, um, you know, and all that commotion, of course, called 911. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very grateful to Bad PD. Of course at the time i I, again didn't understand what was going on i was by myself i've lived alone with jada so no one was here with me yeah um and at that time i just remember seeing so many people in the in the home and at that time i didn't realize until later though they immediately um, basically um, treated it like a homicide
0: yeah
2: which at that time still not understanding why what's going on. She's at home, I saw her come home said, I right. love you. She went to bed at 11. So that stuff still not computing why I have homicide detectives, um, narcotics detectives at the time, uh, just, you know, doing a thorough, thorough job, which, yeah. like I said, now I'm grateful for, but still not understanding because I wasn't aware of why they kind of already knew what happened. Well, They proceeded to tell me that uh, if I'm not mistaken, because, you know, obviously a lot of memories jarbled, but that she was the third Carlsbad teen within weeks that have died of uh, accidental fentanyl overdose. So, yes. And they said it is um, kids are dropping left and right was the exact term they said. It's a huge epidemic. Um, They it's still an ongoing investigation. So there's uh, not too much I could divulge, but basically they're, what I was told at that time is they're under the impression someone gave her a pill, most likely like a Xanax Mm -hmm. laced with fentanyl. So, um, yeah. So So this would have
0: been for anxiety, right? Yes. Um,
2: My daughter suffered from anxiety since she was, gosh, probably five, you know, and I've, I've suffered from anxiety, um, for, I I for sure know in my twenties because I went to the doctor for it, not really understanding what was happening. And, you know, back then all they would do is they, and I don't know if they still do this, but they automatically put anxiety and depression together
3: Mm. and
2: they just, my doctor just immediately wanted to give me a pill. Mm. And, um, and I took it because at that time, I was just like, I just want to feel better. Um, right. There was no therapy or counseling involved with it. It was just Oh, you probably just have a chemical imbalance, you know, just take this pill. Mm. So, um, so basically, when Jada started showing signs of it, you know, I thought, oh, well, maybe it's genetic, you know, well, I started taking her to therapy. And, um Jada was off and on in therapy with counselors since, first, I mean, very long time since, like I said, round starting around age six, seven maybe, yeah, up until, um, you know, up until her teens. Um, but Jada was very stubborn and she didn't believe in medication, which is kind of ironic considering how she transitioned, but. Um, didn't believe in medicine, didn't believe. She really, she really Uh
0: valued that holistic uh, approach. It sounded like she really valued holistic lifestyle.
2: Absolutely. She was very conscious, very earth conscious, animal rights. I mean, just had so much love, um, you know, and, you know, which is why I'm so thankful you're doing a program like you're doing and, and because it's so needed because I had trouble, um, you know, I I was a single parent, I had trouble raising her because we were raised as and you know, same with my parents, just um, like I would, I call it militant style, but basically you just suck it up, just suck it up. And I I, I didn't understand why she was so sensitive to things. And so um, I didn't know how to deal with it. And as a parent, I'm like, Oh, my gosh, She, I need to toughen her up. This world's going to eat her alive and spit her out. Like, you know, it's like the fight, like you got to fight and just, you know, so that's, that was how I was brought up. And, you know, so I think most parents think that, oh, if their child's too sensitive, oh, we got to toughen them up and, you know, and, um, and so, you know, going through that, there's so much I've learned, like, um, you know I didn't understand what the term path meant at that time
3: Oh yeah and, yeah mm-hmm. And
2: so what happened was thankfully part of my journey um and I and this is also uh something I I've been able to speak with grieving parents about because they've also said they had a knowing when uh their children or child has passed that they're preparing for it mm-hmm. and I just had a knowing Jade and I were preparing for this and we were preparing for this to cause ripple effects in the world. And I, I just knew that. And the reason I say that is because, um, you know, I was, I was a judgmental and close-minded person. So anything about spirituality, um, and I think I mentioned this too, you tried to teach me meditation a while ago and,
0: <laughs> you know,
2: I was like, what is like, this
0: voodoo, uh, woo-woo just, stuff? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just,
0: <laughs> what are you, like, one of those new age guys?
2: <laughs> just, yeah. And, and you tried, and I was just like, yeah, okay, not for me, and didn't even give it a chance. Um, yeah. And that that's a big life lesson I have learned is, uh, and that's why it is Iraq, because, you know, I was so close-minded, and yet um, – you know, knowing this, and I started my spiritual journey, I would really say about probably seven to eight years ago. And that's why I said, I know we were preparing for this. Because if I did not, I I really can probably honestly say I wouldn't be sitting here today. You know, I used to always I used I didn't really believe in life after death. Um, you know, there was one point I didn't even know if I believed in God anymore uh there was just so much going on and i used to say if my daughter was my world you know she Mm -hmm. still is (laughs) but i used to say she's it was just her and i since she was like one so i used to say if anything ever happens to her i have nothing else to live for like you know so i know to the
0: (laughs) to the parents listening right now myself included i mean that's every parent's worst nightmare is what we're talking about right Mm -hmm. losing our our young one and um So thank you. I want to, you know, thank you for just being able to speak with us about it. You Mm -hmm. know, as a culture, we have a really hard time talking about death. We do. And (laughs) and facing that. And this is one of the, you know, times where, you know, you're inviting us into a space where people listening can actually resonate and maybe heal some of their fears and also understand that um everything is impermanent in this life it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you don't value what we have at this moment it just means that we all understand that at any time any of us can lose anyone and so what does that really mean so um yeah go on lisa
2: yeah so um you know so i ask, and i and i think that's like i said why i wanted to come on here and share um because for most people that know me, I am a private person, and this is something I, I would have never thought I would ever do in my lifetime. Um, I'm not before. I'm not like I told you. I wasn't the type to share my emotion, my feelings. You just don't, as they say, air your dirty laundry. Right. Um, I I used to believe crying was a sign of weakness. So mm-hmm. I I mean that's how you know how. <laughs> how bad I was. I mean, I hate to say it, but it, I was so, you know, it's ironic that I, I, everything I feared, it went away. I was just like, I was pushed and but I think there's a reason again, because I hope parents are, you know, listening are, you know, become open-minded and open-minded to the possibilities. And also, uh, you know, and obviously we'll discuss the the fentanyl epidemic more, but mm-hmm. also, try and, um, not fear death because you're, you, we, everyone's going to die. And this is what I, I, I came to, uh, the realization, like, I can't believe that we know for absolute certain, this is going to happen. Why aren't we preparing or having these conversations? Because it's so scary. It's so just, you know, something you don't talk about. Um, you know, and it after, you know, after Jada, I was, I went to my mom and I said, Hey, I, cause the, the worst thing is if was, you know, after I, I remember, I can't even remember how quickly I'm, I'm still trying to really understand what's going on. And I'm getting the calls, where do you want her body sent? Where do you want this? And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I was just, and I just feel for the people that like, you know, that was so traumatic. And I thank God that I was surrounded by family and friends that stepped in and I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't handle any of that, do anything. Um, It was a very dark period, especially the first week. And yet they're wanting all yeah. this information from me. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, right,
3: you know, right.
2: but talk to kids because kids, there's going to be children that are going to lose their parents. And, you know, let them know, like you know it happens and you know let's live life to the fullest and but i mean use it as a a learning lesson and talking points i guess and yeah so when it does happen we are not so debilitated by it basically
0: yeah there's there's a little bit of a thought process of like you know what 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 is that person's dying wish and you know maybe where do they want to be buried and you know like, for instance, I've thought about that for myself. Like, I want the close ones in my life to take a camping trip together and just to go have Aww. fun. And, and and if they can do that in my honor, I'm going to be super happy. Just go camping, you know. And, um, and, and, See, and, that's beautiful. You know, a, yeah, and I had a friend's dad who was like a second dad to me. He died, and we found him dead in the bathtub after a massive heart attack and you know his thing was you know he wanted johnny cash playing at his wake and you know johnny cash was playing uh you know so little things like that but yeah you can never prepare fully but tell tell me you know circle back how did you you were saying you you and, and jada prepared for this what does that actually mean and 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 walk us through that a little bit
1: this short break comes from our sponsor you that's right you are the reason our show exists. Thank you. Please head over to parent and become a patron of the show. It takes a village with your monthly contribution. You help us support more parents and teens. We appreciate you big time. And now back to our show. Okay.
2: So i was uh, so this is going back a while ago so i was told i could never have children so um i had a condition that I, that they told me by like 16 i i can't have children so i accepted that fact and you know um and so i did not think i was ever going to be a mother um and then lo and behold here comes jada <laughs> so. My again, my my blessing from above, Mir- so
0: miracle baby, yeah,, <laughs>
2: she, and I called her that my miracle baby. And yeah, cool. you know, and I think it's truly, really, like I said, started since then. It, but because the one interesting thing that I didn't really tell people about cause I felt like something was wrong with me, I felt like she, I, she was she, she was like she was borrowed, like I was borrowing her for. Like I remember I loved her so much but um it was this weird feeling that um I don't want to say she's not mine but kind of like that. Like this child was given to me for a reason like a purpose and I thought that was so weird and I I just chopped it up to I probably just blocked myself so much because I was told I could never have children and or if I did, I wouldn't be able to carry her to term. So I just thought I really detached myself. That's how I just talked myself out of why I would feel that or have those interesting feelings. Um, so moving up down um, forward, and I I've, that's always sit with me. And there there's times I would look at her. And she would say the most profound things that a parent would say to a child. And I would always look at her like, where did you get this wisdom? And it it she was she was a, and so so many people that have no known, known her you know or did know her called her a, a, you know an old soul. And yeah. now now I know the meaning of that because but she's taught me so many lessons. And that's another thing I've learned through this journey is our children are our biggest spiritual teachers and um so she was yes yes. yeah Mm -hmm. she definitely was my biggest spiritual teacher she you know look at your children and and usually the one thing that drives you crazy about them or you have pet peeves, they're like your mirror like so i used to used to bar sometimes jada would be so stubborn and i was like uh and i remember people say oh i wonder where she learned that from so it's you know that whole mirror thing so they're Mm -hmm. really you know, amazing teachers to us. So, you know, things like that would happen. Um, Moving more down the line now to also spirituality. Um, You know, I started having so many people come up to me and talk about your energy, your aura, and I'm like, you know, what is wrong with these people? (laughs) (laughs) And it just happened so much for us that you know and then I I again explained that away as oh I live by the beach and you know they might be on something and <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. that's just the culture here
0: And you but are, it kept... I mean you, you came from a very practical background you 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 worked in a corporate environment I mean you're a very pragmatic person so for you to go through this transformation and then coinciding yes. with your daughter um yes. you know both of you kind of in- intertwining your spiritual journeys. Right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I was, like I said, I didn't believe in any of this. Uh, I just, I, no, not at all. And very, you know, like I said, the way I was brought up and, you know, always worked in like a corporate environment and I'm very more scientific minded. Um, so So when you
0: say you didn't believe in any of this, what, what, what had occurred that, you know, kind of opened you up?
2: just my journey, because at this time, I still didn't believe in it. And then what happened was, when so many people were coming to me, I started thinking, Am I losing my mind? What is happening? Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting, because I was getting a massage one day, and this older lady, I just confided into what was happening. And she kind of smiled and said, Oh, you need to go see Sarah. And I was so desperate at the time. She just gave me the number didn't ask anything else. I went saw Sarah well Sarah ended up being um, among many other things uh, she has an, an amazing background but also a Reiki master
3: mm-hmm.
2: so as soon as I walk through the door and she starts explaining about Reiki and all this I'm speaking to myself what did I get myself <laughs> into how long is this session when can I leave oh my gosh <laughs> so Again, the whole closed-minded. So I proceeded with the session, changed my life forever in, in one session. That was it. Now it just—it was so profound, and it's you know, it's it's amazing. There was things I felt I couldn't explain, things I just had a knowing of. Um, it's almost like also opening up your intuition. Everyone obviously has intuition. Everyone has abilities. Um, yeah we're just so clouded and, you know, blocked. So after that, um, I knew, oh my gosh, Jada, Jada needs to come. Mm-hmm. And again, Jada went through traditional therapy and, you know, for, I told you this, but five, six till teens. I mean, pretty much her whole life. Again, one session with her, she came out was like, changed, changed her life and understood where a lot of her anxiety was coming from. And that's how I learned about how, you know, what an empath, not only she was, but I was and, and that's where I want parents to also be open minded because a lot of her friends I've, I've um, worked on and given Reiki to and, and same thing. They were like, I never understood now all this makes sense because you know they're suffering all this anxiety because they feel their parents stress they feel you know the sadness of their friend they're feeling all these things and but it's not their own so they can't deal with it. they're like what's wrong with me and that was jada she's like i have a good life my you know i have I, i why am i still sad mom why am i what's going on And it wasn't really her own energy. She could just feel and she was like a sponge and didn't know how to protect herself. And I think that um, I really believe a majority of people, I mean, they don't realize that that's why they come from, you know, after work feeling agitated or, you know, you know, angry or fatigued or, you know, a lot of it is because they don't have the awareness of really where is that coming from?
0: Most definitely. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wanted to, um, yeah, I mean, that, that that's for sure. I mean, we are, we're holding on to all these energies, whether it's social media, um, you know, uh, n- something negative that somebody said, or even just walking through Walmart. You're going you're gonna to get all that negative energy. So whether you know it or not, you're mm-hmm. still going to absorb it. And an empath really absorbs it. You know an empath really takes that in and if you don't know that you're an empath and you're walking around you're just like why am why why does the world feel like so foreboding um yeah most definitely you know i wanted to take a moment to just to thank you um and your daughter for being the ones to really be the catalyst to launch this podcast to help me Mm -hmm. get it out and I'll explain and you we talked on this about on the phone right but I want to explain to the listener what happened because you know back earlier in the year you know I found out about this through a Facebook post that your daughter passed you know I see the Mm -hmm. Facebook post and I'm just like I can't believe this you know Um, you know here's my friend Lisa she lost her daughter this is the most devastating thing I can imagine and the reason why it really hit home to me as well is because we have a daughter of the same name Right. My Mm -hmm. daughter's name is Jada. Your daughter's name is Jada. They're about the same age, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and the more you describe Jada, your Jada, um, you know, it's she's a lot like my Jada too, being an empath Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And um, I was just like, this is crazy. And I tried to contact you, but, you know, you're going through all those things. I I can imagine why you wouldn't call me back. Right. But I -hmm. I let (laughs) you know that I'm here and, and, and so forth. And it wasn't until a while later that we were able to reconnect. And now you're on this show right now. Um, so thank you for being here. But before that happened, my kids were downward spiraling into depression and anxiety. And Mm -hmm. here we are lockdowns and pandemic and things are just getting worse and worse. And I finally made the decision to start, you know, the teen coaching program, the teen mindset transformation program to help teens and this podcast to help parents. Right. And, and it was because I, looked at what had happened what had occurred with you know with with uh you losing your daughter and i said you know what i just got to do something i got to do something and it sprung me into action i connected with with Bo, the co-host of the show and um so that was the catalyst so i want to thank you you're the reason why so many people around the world are getting this message are being healed and helped you and jada right and jada's energy is right here she's actually you know helping move this forward and uh so i want to thank her uh, because she's very alive in spirit and i definitely definitely feel that and um you know and and what was crazy was we talked on the phone right (laughs) and then and then i told you about all this and then and then you sent me like a text of like of you know you paused your television yeah right Mm -hmm. tell me go ahead ahead and and share that part this is crazy like
2: so being again that like you said, I I didn't return your calls or messages being because yes, I have like I said, my path I'm so in my bubble, and I it's hard for me to open up and share with people. Um. So but that day, some, something hit me hard, like, you need to call them back, you need to look so I, and I think if you had left a message, and it was so interesting, because again, I was like, Oh, you know, like, I don't know if I have the energy to to do this right now. And then I I just had this like, you know, like, call him. So it's like, Oh, you know, it's sometimes like I said, I feel like it's Jada like, Oh, well, I know, Uh. it's her, you know, like, (laughs) call so I, I paused the TV. And I didn't even notice it till after we spoke. And you had mentioned about this in the podcast. Because honestly, when we hung up, my first thing was, Why did I agree to this? I don't like to be in the public eye. I don't like to speak about my feelings. What are you doing? You know, that negative self-talk was coming in. I look at the screen and where I paused it, it said forest, I think camping or or forest something established 1977. So that's when um, I do believe in signs. I see them all the time. They're undeniable. I knew that was my sign because you spell your name with two R's. And so it wasn't Forrest spelled the normal way. It was with two R's. So I knew that was my sign and push that I had to be on the show. And then what I said to you was when you got the chills and you're like, Oh my gosh I was born in 1977 and I'm like okay that is too crispy
0: yeah like like, just... like no kidding no kidding like if, if I had any doubts about like the you know the, the, the spiritual oneness yeah. of all things before that yeah. uh, all doubts were squelched because you know um, seeing that you know you sent me the text it was a picture of that it said my name on it Forrest it was just a picture of your television screen where you had paused mm-hmm. it to take the phone mm-hmm. call and it said forest camping something or other and it was spelled exactly like my name two r's not the one Mm -hmm. and then it had established in 1977 the year i was born (laughs) i was like this is a crazy amazing spiritual sign and i'll take it and um it just shows that yeah um this world is bigger than we all think it is and it's more interconnected and absolutely um, you know so i'm so glad that you know, one, you and your daughter helped launch this show. I'm really thankful to you and grateful for you. And then now you're mm-hmm. showing the courage to even the listener right now that, yeah, you can step in past your fear and look, to, look toward signs and feel your intuition. And um Absolutely. really, I, I, my, my biggest intent was to honor your daughter in that way. Um, you know, I never get a chance to meet her. I only know her through your light, but her, mm-hmm. you know, through your light, she shines. And oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you
2: so much. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to describe her. everyone keeps describing her as this bright light. And, you know, I loved um, at her service, her, her close friends were so brave to come and share their stories about how she impacted their lives. And, you know, it's beautiful, because she's, she does, you know, there's all these ripple effects. And, and that's what keeps me going, because it's, obviously I'm on a roller coaster ride and I, yeah. I take it day by day. Um, but you know, the other day, uh, a friend, a very close friend, their son, which was interesting. Cause again, uh, right when, uh, the next day after I had found Jada, I immediately just heard his name and knew I had to reach out to him. And again, that's not something I do. That's like your personal visit. I don't want to get involved. Um, but long story short, I know he was dabbling in pills and I knew, I was like, I got to talk to him. So the parents were nice enough to give me his number, reached out to him. And long story short, uh, just not long ago, he had, he had told me, you know, I, I do feel Jada, she's my angel and he's never met her either. Mm. But he's like, I know she's my angel um, and I checked myself into rehab and he had just gotten out and just wanted to let me know and that... You know he's gonna get her her name tattooed on him, and that as a reminder that you know he has an angel watching from above. Uh, mm. So, you know I get these amazing stories like that, and you know and her friend who was inspired to do the animal rescue and you know create the nonprofit.
0: Yes. You know, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell, so. tell us tell us about this um, animal sanctuary. Um, this this is this is an interesting piece of of what had what has occurred um as so, a result of, of yeah. this energy that's moving through yeah
2: yeah and it continues to and, and it will through your podcast and um, yeah. you know i know she's she's very happy but um her best friend they like i said jada loved animals and in fact uh, one of my favorite stories is uh when she was younger her and her friend went to a slaughterhouse and rescued a baby pig. (laughs) Of course, at the time, of course, at the time as a mom, I don't know if I should be angry or happy. But, um, (laughs) you know, it's so but it's just comical because then you see them in the picture just hearing that story. So Uh, So her friend, Olivia, basically, um, you know, that that started her animal rescue, and she's continued to do so. So with Jada, she just knew that she had to continue. So she's uh, in the she's almost done uh, creating her nonprofit, and it's called um, Healing Souls Rescue. Uh, So and she just said, you know, she owes it to Jay, she would never have the strength or the confidence to be able to do it without her. And, um, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. Her friends, too, which I'm so grateful for, they still come over and hang out in her room like they always have done before. In fact, they were just here. Um, actually, almost someone was here almost every day the past couple of days. But, wow. you know, and they're, and what I love is um seeing their transformation. They're so they're they're at peace now. they're um, they have so much more confidence. It's, you know, it's you know like i said it, it was a tragedy uh but they've learned from it and they they didn't realize like me uh, regarding the fentanyl epidemic I, I had no clue until it happened and from what law enforcement told me then i started googling it and i'm like what i mean they're lacing everything uh i mean you name it and that's what's sad is you know from any pills oxycodone percocets uh marijuana I mean, I know we talked the other day. Now sleeping pills. Um, scary. I mean, it's yeah, very just scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have another friend, uh, an, uh, uh, a mom. I was at her son's funeral, and um, she reminds me of you. Just very brave, amazing woman. And mm-hmm. um, you know, she she lost her son to, uh, you know, he had taken a sleeping pill, and so it, it's an epidemic. What what can parents do? Uh, what should they do to be aware and informed and to communicate to this, to their teen? I mean, have you picked up anything from the police department, any practical steps or any insights?
2: Well, the, the sad thing is, is uh, Snapchat. I mean, Snapchat, Mm -hmm. you can buy anything on there at, I mean, I still see it to this day. Um, Mm -hmm. So basically, and for those who don't know what Snapchat is, you, you can take a picture or something and then after you put how long you want it on there, then it, supposedly deletes forever um so you know they'll they'll put in um uh i'll i'll give i have to think about the facebook group i was mentioning so dr berman um her she's a celebrity and she's been on like dr phil oz and stuff um but her son just recently passed as well um but he actually from fentanyl from yeah. yeah he was home um You know and that's what i think that that you know these children are are going through a lot and they don't know how to um process now being isolated or you know at that time too don't know they don't know how to speak to the parents and the parents don't know how to speak to the children and i see that a lot the communication is just not there um you know Looking back, I thought I was communicating with Jada, but I really wasn't, I really wasn't hearing and listening to her. Um, you know, most parents, the minute their children start to talk, they're already in fix-it mode instead mm. of truly just listening. Um, and that was me. I was one of those parents. I wanted to protect her. She was, you know, tell her to answer this, what you need to do, you know, and I yeah. wouldn't even let her finish, like, sharing her feelings and these kids that was the biggest thing I've noticed this generation is they're very in tune with their feelings mm-hmm. and in speaking to a lot of Jada's friends you know because I've asked them what what can parents do differently and they're like listen mm-hmm. like and they're like they don't and then though and this is why I think you're you're you know what you're doing is amazing because also when okay when you're listening and you're you're child is sharing these feelings with you they said they see the look on their parents face like they don't know now what to do with that information mm. so they're you know so now the child's like okay now i see my mom's freaked out because i said i'm i'm sad or you know i feel depressed and they're just like okay uh you know do we need to call counselor? Do you need to put on medication you know it's like mm. they could just be sad, depressed, but they don't know how to react. And so for her friends, a lot of them said a couple of things. They said that, that the reaction wasn't, you know, wasn't positive. So they just stopped talking to the parents. Um, and another was just, like I said, they really felt they weren't being heard. And because, and I, I, I know I did this too, you know, when I grew up, you know, my parents would just tell me when I would say why? Well, because I said so. And that was it. I didn't question it. That worked Mm -hmm. for me. That worked for me did not work at all for Jada. But, you know, Mm -hmm. so we, we need these parenting skills, because, you know, these children are growing up in a different age, you know, we really didn't have I didn't really have cell phones Mm -hmm. and have to deal with the online bullying and all that. And, you know, so it's we as parents have to prepare ourselves, we have to know like this, we gotta be up to date on you know the fentanyl epidemic um, and like I shared the the Facebook um from Dr. Berman because that has a lot of information on it, it has a lot yeah. of information of, about what is going on around the world, um, like that too like. About sleeping pills now being laced, um, you know that's we'll something that I never. We'll put in
0: the in the for those that are listening. We'll put the information about Doctor Berman in the show notes. So just go ahead and reference yeah. the show show notes, and we'll put that all in there.
2: Yeah, and she uh, she also had a picture so you could see what's on Snapchat, and it mm. you know all this and what's terrible is you know some of them are like five bucks but that that you know this poor child like one lot you know a five dollar percocet and you're dead it's you know it's so tragic and it's so easy to get it's they think like dr berman's i believe um they think he just took a walk around the block came back um if i remember correctly they're you know close-knit family and Said you know what do you want for dinner? Checked on him. Uh, checked on him an hour later, and he was gone. You know, so it's it's the um, the also educating yourself and educating your children because again, in speaking to my daughter's friends just recently. They didn't realize. Oh, now they're lacing this, this, this. You know, I think they're under the impression that oh, it's only like the hardcore, right? Like heroin and. And excuse me, because I'm not like also too familiar, but like heroin crack or something. It's like, no, you're marijuana, you're even your sleeping pills, like, you know, but they had no idea. So it's, it's being educated and um, staying up on that, you know, it's um, also, I think, uh, for and again, this is, you know, each county's different, Uh, San Diego County has taken this very seriously and has noticed it being such an epidemic. But, you know, they mentioned to me, there's still other counties that just automatically treat it like an OD. You know, there it's changing because now it's becoming so well known and widespread. But, um, you know, so it, it's just interesting that it's got, it's so bad and how far behind we are with that. So there are also Facebook groups that are lobbying um, I know there's a California senator who's lobbying also for you know passing new laws and because like they're saying it's homicide, you know. So.
0: And it's yeah. and it's happening everywhere. You know, it, it's happening in in rich neighborhoods, middle class neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods. It doesn't discriminate, you know. Yes. Um, so parents. I'm so glad you, know, we, you said we,
2: that. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, I told you how great Jada was going to school, whatever. I was under the false oppression. I only had to talk to her about drugs or that if, you know, I saw the signs, Mm. you know, and I never saw the signs. So I have to tell you, to be honest, I never really constantly had those conversations with her because and that's why I never even really educated myself about it, because I felt she's a great kid, like, you know, great in school, great grades. I don't have to worry about it you know little did i know like you know and and i think that's board board with these parents need to check in with their children because um you know these kids are suffering and a lot of them that was another thing i learned um through her friends a lot of them don't want to add the extra stress to their parents yeah which i find very interesting and that's where we as parents need to really look at what are we doing to that that your children feel like that You know, um, and again, I think it still comes with the communication. And, like, you know, if they see you stressed, say, okay, I'm stressed, but guess what? I know it's going to pass. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to, you know, the positive, try to find that creating the new mindset, right?
3: Mm -hmm. You know, so
2: it, I mean, yeah, definitely. Because I know, again, that's again me. I would come home stressed. Jada would probably see me stressed and just be like, ah, and frustrated. So when, you know, you have to imagine your child seeing you like that. Do you think they're going to want to come and add on to that about being bullied at school or, you know, so it's, it's really learning how to communicate and change that mindset and also be the role model for your child.
0: Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I mean, it's about setting up that, that time to talk and communicate. One thing that, has worked for me that I discovered works well with my kids is that if I try to talk to them on the spot about anything serious so like dad you know I'm just trying to listen to my music you know I'm just trying to like you know leave me alone I don't want to talk about my men- mental health right now dad you know uh, <laughs> stop talking to me about mindset you know and <laughs> and so I what I found is you know and, and you can you could try this one parents is say hey I really want to talk with you you know it's been a while since we've really sat down and connected Uh, Is it okay if we talk this Sunday night from, you know, uh, 4 to 5 p.m.? And actually set a meeting with your team and say, hey, there's no, like, if they think they're in trouble, say, hey, you're not in trouble or anything. I just wanted to check in with you. It's been a while since we've just kind of connected and sat down and talked. There's no agenda. And I just want to kind of check in. Is that cool if we meet, you know, in a couple days? And allow them a chance to kind of wrap their head around it. Because now they're not going to be, like, taken off guard, taken by surprise. And you can create a safe space by doing that. And let them know. Communicate with your child and say, I'm, my whole goal is to create a safe space that's non-judgmental. There's no repercussions. We can just sit down and discuss. And I want you to open up with, with, with anything that you want to with me at, at this time. And I'll share some things, you know, that's going on with me. You know, because I'm not perfect. You know, as soon as you put yourself on a pedestal, parents, kids can't relate to you. You know what's going on in your life? Are you going through some stress? Are you going through some anxiety? You don't have to like dump all your woes onto your teen, but you can share a little bit. And uh, so that's just a recommendation, something that's worked for me. How would, how, what do you think, Lisa? How, how, how would you see a parent connecting? Is there anything to add to that?
2: I think that's beautiful. I mean, that's perfect. Uh, you know, in my experience and seeing, you know, my brother with his children and and just other parents. Uh, they always want to do it on their own time. Mm. You know, parents, it's, you know, um, and sometimes, like you mentioned, it's not the right time for your child. So I love that idea of exactly what you said, setting a time and really discussing. um, Because, you know, again, with I use her as you I use her friends as a, you know, to learn and, Mm. you know, and they said that, yeah, you know, great parents and mean well, but they're so busy working, they're so busy making dinner, doing this, doing that, they felt um, not truly heard. Mm. And then all they would get was, did you do your chores? Mm. And how are your grades? And they all unanimously said they would love if the mindset would change to yes, those things are important. But why not check on their mental health and I was very surprised that those were their exact words, like that is very wise. And that's something I, never, I you know, I I would have never thought of it that, you know, you know, let's check on truly on your mental health and what is really going on and, and really have that deep conversation. And they're obviously needing it. So I thought that was very profound when they told me that.
0: Wow. Yeah. What an insightful group of of uh, teens <laughs> that you know are sharing that with you they're very mm. smart kids you know and that's amazing and uh, um, wow thank you so much Lisa I really want to thank you you know for coming in and, and sharing your heart and um, you know shining uh, this light uh, of, of this angel that you have with you um, you know Jada is is such a special special soul And, you you know, uh, so grateful that she's here in this universe, kind of guiding all of us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, and, and, and you can feel that I definitely feel it. And, you know, and and I, and I want to thank her and you, um, is there anything that you wanted to end with any, any message, anything that, uh, I didn't ask you that you wanted to say, um, anything at all?
2: Um, no, I mean, at this time, just you know, like I said, just learn from, you know, from the situation and um, just besides being open minded and listen to your children, because um, like I said, this generation is very open and very open spiritually. And to also consider alternative therapy, you know, whether it's, you know, hypnotherapy, Reiki, just you know, if they're going somewhere, definitely make sure they have the connection. Number one, with the with the therapist. Um, you know, I again growing up never thought about questioning my doctor because they're the expert, the therapist. they you know, so um, you know, so there was a couple therapists Jada didn't vibe with, but I was like, well, they're the therapist, they know better, or you don't like what they're saying, you know, and you know, looking back, obviously, I should have listened to her more so. um, And I think she was also at that time trying to steer to alternative therapies. But at that time, again, I didn't believe in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I would love for parents to be open minded about especially if they're struggling, and they've been going to therapy, and it's just not working. You know, I would definitely look into other things and you'll be surprised of what like I was shocked. I would have never thought that was the answer, you know, and would help and, and open a lot for me. So, you know, just just be open minded about it, um, you know, because there are a couple of teens I've met that would love to have Reiki and uh, parents were just flat out. No. nope, nope. Mm without doing the research and that's what i say don't take i don't you know i'm not here to convince anyone and don't take my word for it do the investigation and research yourself mm-hmm. um you know but definitely be open to it because i've seen amazing results and like i said if it wasn't for that i wouldn't be sitting here today to be honest with you so right you know just be open
0: yeah and what works for you parents may be something that works different you, you know for your teen, they they might need a different approach they might vibe with mm-hmm. something else that's a little bit different. And so, yeah, try Reiki, try uh, therapy, try coaching. I I'm mean, I'm, I'm doing a lot of research on depression and anxiety, and um, there's a really good book um, where the author, Dr. Stephen Alardi, who also has a lot of TED Talks, he talks about depression being... Basically a disease of the modern era, of the modern lifestyle, because they didn't have it. Our ancestors didn't have it. And modern aboriginal tribes don't have major depressive disorder. Yeah, they have grief and sadness, but they don't have major depressive disorder. Um, And so, you know, they talk about that medications, depression medications, are less than 23% effective. And that's that's not a good percentage and that's with Mm -hmm. if you're taking them perfectly and the other thing is there's a lifespan on them at some point they stop working it could be a year Mm -hmm. or two years and they'll just stop working right and then the dose is upped and then they put a different cocktail so i'm not against medications but i really think that they should kind of build a maybe a bridge if you need something to build a bridge to a more holistic approach i do believe that you know we have to widen our scope and our view keep in mind the medication of you know industry uh is a 20 billion dollar a year industry so no wonder doctors go straight to you know prescribing the the pills right because that's what they're trained to do and follow the money right and um so again i'm not against medications not against psychotherapy but um you know like this doctor in his book uh it's called the depression cure uh he he uncovers six things which are um you know physical uh, activity so exercise um, engaging activity so something that keeps your mind excited about what you're doing like a, like working in the garden or helping animals in the animal sanctuary whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, social right you got, they got to have the social right that's the other missing ancestral component that we're not getting enough of then uh, there's sleep right getting enough sleep uh, omega-3 fatty acids and um, the last one is i forget right now because i'm on the spot but there's one more (laughs) so you got to go read his book but um the point is exactly
2: uh, do your research exactly i I agree absolutely i've learned so much about so many things that i didn't think were possible and such as you know the you know i learned a lot from reading phds who wrote about things that came out through hypnotherapy um, Mm -hmm. you know about that after death communication, how actually common it really is, which I find extremely interesting. And the second I open myself up to my friends or people I know about it, I can't tell you how many stories they're like, Oh, my gosh, this happened to me. And I just, you know, I was afraid to share it because I was afraid people would think I'm crazy. And it's more common than you think. So I just say go down that rabbit hole especially if your, your teens are bringing it up, there's a reason you're being pulled, follow your intuition. They're your guides help fo- follow and research and listen. And, and you know, don't jump to, you know, a conclusion without really doing that research, like you mentioned about, you know, the the medication and stuff and mm-hmm. you know, other things and, you know, inform, be informed.
0: Yes. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for teaching us that our teens are our spiritual guides. I really appreciate that lesson. I take that one in. I receive that. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being on the show. And uh, thank you to the listener for listening and sharing this message. We really, really appreciate uh, everyone in this community. So uh, once again, thank you. Have a wonderful evening, wonderful night. And uh, take care. Namaste, okay? Have a good one. Thank Thank you. Thank you,
1: everyone. Okay, bye-bye. Can you think of someone who really needs to hear this message right now? Great. Send them a link to this show. Sharing is caring. Also, go onto Facebook right now and search parents of awesome teens with anxiety, depression, or low self-esteem so you can gain access to our supportive community. Remember, it takes a village. Thanks for listening to the Parent Teen Mindset Show.